As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Be high and lifted up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Norwich was superb. Tammy Abraham bagged a hat trick and Arsenal capitulated. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's a new week. It's a new ramble. Like but it's the same cut. faces. Capitulated. Yep. Capitulated. Yeah, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of appropriate disdain in it. <laughs> <laughs> they still got a point, though. Well, it's been a vintage weekend for defenders keeping it tight. <laughs> <laughs> there were an incredible amount of goals across football in general this yeah. weekend. I was, I was listening to the radio on the way back from somewhere and I could hear the classified results coming mm. in. It's five this and six that, yeah. all sorts going on. It's the, it's the playing it out from the back uh, changing yeah. rules. Everyone's having a go. <laughs> yeah. And if it goes wrong, they're going to have another go until they get it right. <laughs> get it right. Manchester City buggered it all up as well, didn't they? Yeah, they I did, was, yeah. I was proven right. You were indeed, Predictions Jim. are a mug's game. Jim, yes. what did you say? 6-0 Six City. to City. Yeah. I agreed with it, so I'm sort of to blame. I think Charlie Nicholas predicted a 6-2 on Soccer Saturday. So you're in good company. Mm. Yeah, so are least, we? No, we're in poor company because <laughs> we're with the people who got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. and one of them Charlie Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, he's all right, Charlie Nicholas. Champagne oh. Charlie. Mm, he's all Cannonball right. kid. Well, exactly. what about you, Jeff? Uh, you don't want to wear your specs on the screen because the... Uh, yeah. Champagne yeah. Charlie Oof, was Graham Souness. No, was it? Yep. Why was he Champagne Charlie? When he played for Middlesbrough. Ah. He took his foot not, off the gas a little bit. Pretty, not fussy uh, about the details up there, right? Yeah. <laughs> pretty, uh, I, I think, I was pretty sure that's what Graham Souness was I called. don't like to see a young manager, you know, just kind of like enjoying life and, you know, enjoying the finer things in life. I just think it's... <laughs> I just think it's um, 
distracted from what's going on on the pitch. I think it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Nichols was got called Champagne Charlie it. in the tabloids as well. So let's make that clear. What, yeah, would, okay. what would... Gin Graham? It's got, it's, got, it's got to be alliterative. Champagne Sooness works better. Yeah, 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 yeah indeed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mar- biggest... Maradona was uh, Champagne and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> was? <Yeah. laughs> the biggest shock of the season so far happened at Norwich, where they beat Manchester City. Mm. And uh, the only other people, of course, who were surprised by that were the people who heard Jim's prediction. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, like I said, I predicted that predictions are a mugs game, so I don't know what you're talking about. No, I've well, been vindicated. You have indeed, Jim. So's Daniel Fark. <laughs> oh. Oh. Talk to Marcus, talk to us about the topics. No, I think it, the Daniel <laughs> Fox boys were very good on many topics. Mm. Yeah. He said he will celebrate with coffee and cake on the sofa. Presumably <laughs> coffee and cake are... He, that's to be taken literally. That's yeah, not no, they're, they're the uh, Labrador's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be, could be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Coming gig. Um, eleven absences for uh, what's that? Was that um, some kind of like a quack? Is that an inner brain Siri going off in Might my head? Been. Yeah, Might have been. Um, eleven absences for Norwich. <laughs> quack. I think eleven. If, I think that's if you're generous. With yeah, if you're generous. All right. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's got a hell of an injury list, and he uh, has. Yeah, and he's and and they still. Somehow defeated Manchester City. They went up and at them. I mean, they, they, <laughs> it, do you know what it reminded me of? If you guys remember, there was a game this season that Leicester won the title mm. and they beat Man City 3 1. I think it was at the Etihad. Yes. They're pretty sure it was away from home mm, and, yeah. and City got like a late, a late consolation. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and Leicester sort of imposed themselves upon Man City that night in a way that caused Man City... Now, I think, was it Di Michaelis who was still playing for them then? Yeah, yes. wasn't it night? It was during the, the day. Okay, well, fine. Um, where he um, he kept being pressured into making mistakes yeah. and all the rest of it. And um, and Norwich did that to Man City at the yeah. weekend. They, 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 they showed that Man City can be throughout the back, particularly with this centre-back pairing. It can't be long now mm. until we see Fernandinho playing centre-back. Yeah. I mean, the Otamendi thing was, uh, oh it, was it was absurd. You don't expect it of, of, from a player of that calibre. But is that the nature of um, of playing out from the back? Like, I don't want to sound like Jason Cundy trying to understand trans issues here, like in sort of like, <laughs> yeah. old, like, like old mannish. But a, 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 don't a blame style, He's all right. <laughs> a style like that, it, it is it is so dependent on individuals being switched on and, mm. and and taking a huge amount of responsibility in in the area like that. So I think we're going to see a lot more of this as the season goes on. Mm. It's it is an imperfect way of playing, surely. But, but I, don't, I don't even think it was that. I mean, look at the way that um, Pookie delivered the ball for their second. Like, yeah. no, I was looking around mm. and going, oh, they must have been man uh, outnumbered. They weren't. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was two on three. Yeah. And the communication between Stones, Otamendi, and also Walker as well. Like, you can't use such a high line when you have less than no communication. Walker was spent everyone on side. And and then complaining uh, about it. And then complaining about it. An amazing, like, what are you doing? An amazing show of kind of deflection. <laughs> yeah. If I complain about this long enough with the referee, yeah. even though I fully well know that VAR's <laughs> there for offsides anyway, I'm going to get away with this. But they, the commentator didn't let him. No. no. Man City is just a bit lighter centre-half, are they not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Laporte, Laporte is a huge loss, isn't he? He is. Obviously, companies not there as well. They tried to get Maguire. They didn't really get a centre-half in that they... Did they really try and get Maguire or was that just kind of like some really no, tepid driving up Man the price City, of Man United? United. We said it at, <laughs> at the start of the season it's being overlooked they're going into the season with just three centre-halves mm. like three recognised centre-halves one of them's Otto Mendy mm. who isn't isn't that great? Yeah, I'm not just saying that because... Well, what are you basing that on, Luke? Yeah, well, it's not just based on that. That's the thing. That's that's given me further assurances. Yeah. Um, but the, the other thing is Gundogan was pretty anonymous as well in the middle. And I, but these I, matches can happen, though. Of course. Yeah, but, you know, Man City they they do have mistakes. that in them. I, yeah. I, I would argue that Man City have got this in them more than probably Liverpool have. Liverpool oh, can see it a bit, a bit, but I would say that Man City have got a, 
uh, a season-changing mm. loss in them. Definitely. More when Liverpool do. When last season, do you remember uh, John Stones had made a mistake? Mm. Pep Guardiola, after the game, said, I love John Stones, I love this player, I, I love what he does, and I love his mistakes. So it's not like they don't right. know that that also there and they sort of accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. no. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't remember hearing him saying that after the game. Yeah, <laughs> Guardiola, it seemed a little bit prickly, but you understand why. But he said, congratulations, Liverpool, you were champions, we're in September, we'll recover, train and come back. It was actually quite magnanimous about Norwich, though, wasn't he? He, he yeah. said that in, in, in both boxes they were better. I think that is absolutely right. And I think they were. And I, th- yeah. I think, you know, a lot of attention is taken by Puki, as we expect. He gets mm. a lot of the the, 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 um, the focus. But they've got other good players as well. Brendy is good and tricky oh, in the middle. Great. Tenacious. Yeah. Todd Cantwell's full mm. of run-ins. Mm. A good player as well. I, you, I loved Todd Cantwell taking the ball into the corner late on. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was player good. that young. That was like, just, just knowing to do that. That was brilliant. Yeah. I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed it immensely. But, the, the, you know, I understand Manchester City are five points behind Liverpool and going on last season, That you know, that is a, a little bit of way to, to come back from. Mm. But as Guardiola, I think, himself said, you know, Man City drawing at home to Spurs, I mean, they were just very unlucky. And yeah. I think you just sort of hold your hands up there. And Spurs are obviously a good side. But the odd result like this, we've we've seen it before with, with, with teams who are the champions or going for the title. And the, the odd result. And in a weird way, I think it's, I think it's almost sort of better that it it was individual errors really that cost them because those are the kind of errors you think are a bit sloppy or whether you can stamp them out. Whereas I think if Norwich had have played them off the park mm. totally, I know Norwich were the better team and all that sort of stuff, but I I, I you know these results can happen. I don't, I don't think that the, they hit the, the Man City and they, Aguero had a couple of chances. Day, yeah. yeah, exactly. Aguero's scored in every game so far this season. I, That's sort of I do think the radar a bit. I do think Norwich were well worth it though. No, I, I'm oh, not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that, but I, I, what, I'm, what I mean is that it wasn't like Norwich beat them 4-1 and it was kind of carved no. Man City open all the time and, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that Pookie goal was just ridiculous. Mm. Well, he, I don't know, he still, he still had a little bit to do, didn't he? And the other two were just very well. No, I, 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 think, I, think, I think it was an error. It, I think poking it past the keeper was like, he, he had very little time but to it, do that but it he was himself a, in that situation. But it was an absolutely egregious error that no amount of planning <laughs> yeah. through the whole week could plan for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think so you're, both, you're both kind of right, yeah. Mm. I, I mean, I just don't I just don't want to take anything away from Norwich, that's all, because because they, they were well worth the win. They, 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 they looked very threatening kind of over and over again. If you look at the spread of their goals, mm. um, it was only really the last 20 so or so minutes they started to drop too deep. They already, well, they had the lead, didn't they? The yeah. three one up, so there's no yeah. point in going gung ho. I don't think many teams would, although Rodri got there, one. There was a guy who called into, um, I forget which radio station, it might be Five Live that night. I was making dinner and, and he was legitimately saying that um, he thought Pep should be fired. Yeah, it was funny. That, well, yeah. let's discuss that for fired. a bit. <laughs> what, what were his reasons? Or was he just so sort of Because they lost, Jim. He's, he's lost, yeah, he's lost a dressing room. He was, saying, yeah. he was saying they were stagnating mm. under it. Yeah, which is an incredible thing. It's to hard say. to win the league. But in it, it wasn't that long ago because this guy was also, I mean, this guy was obviously crazy, but he was also <laughs> saying that, that he'd like Jurgen Klopp to he'd prefer Jurgen Klopp. Yes. Which is you know, a bit of a weird thing to say. But yeah. chances of getting him? Very, very slim, I would say. But it wasn't... Uh, could he get Daniel Farker in his topics, though? Well, oh, maybe yeah. he could. But I was just going to say, it wasn't that long ago, a couple of seasons maybe, where Liverpool were losing games like this against teams you wanted them, they should be beating. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They struggled against... Uh, I think oh, maybe they... Str- looked at the profile of teams they struggled against a couple of years ago. Teams like Palace, I think mm-hmm. maybe Bournemouth, perhaps yeah. even the West Brom in there. So that can happen to teams. Liverpool just seem to be a relentless machine at the yeah. moment which is funny because um, it's, but it's only September round, isn't it? and it ebbs and flows yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, um, just 
I, I honestly think Daniel Farker's voice might be my favourite thing about the season. Yep. It's, it's it just, is preposterous. It is wonderful. <laughs> it's like it's like a girl guide has swapped bodies with a bouncer and he's just trying to like make do without anyone noticing. <laughs> I think he sounds a bit uh, like... Freaky Friday. I think yeah, he sounds, very much so. Yeah, it's Freaky Friday. <laughs> Freaky Farker. Freaky Farker. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Farky Friday. <laughs> I think Better. we covered them all. I think it's the extension of what you guys said. Write down short. I don't think I should on. get the credit. Farky Friday. He, um, he sounds like what I imagine, what I imagine mm. a particularly camp man working in the foyer of a German brothel would sound like. <laughs> Pete, would you like to come in on that? Oh, that is a niche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You've got the shirt for it today. Yeah. <laughs> and the internet history. But let's let's just take a moment. It was a great win for Norwich, but let, let's, as Marcus has alluded to there, let's take a moment to enjoy Fark, Daniel Farker's mm. voice. Mm. Let's yes, hope absolutely. we hear more of it. It's up there with Claude Puel for me. It's better than oh, Puel's. Puel's Puel. is smooth. It's not... Yeah, okay. Puel, yeah. Puel's, Puel's is what you expect, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Farker's is... We, we've never heard anything like this. Yeah. No. Especially when he's dressed all in black. I can't wait till they play Burnley. The post-match yeah. is going to be better than the game, oh even goodness. if the game's like 5-all. You, know, you know when you meet um, someone, say a friend of a friend, or someone mm. comes up to you in a pub and starts talking to you, and they're really, really nice, but they're so nice you think they're probably... Murderer. Yeah. Yep. They're mm. probably going to, so there's going to be a sting in the tail here. Right. He's a bit like that. Yes. Mm. I think when he goes, get out of, oh, the, yeah. get out yeah. of the area. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do agree with you. Because people said the same thing about Klopp as well. Slightly menacing. Oh, mm. very menacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hair. No, and the Klopp's of... not... Klopp's jovial, but his voice is not a surprise when you hear but, him but talk. Someone, no, no, it's not. But I mean, in terms of his manner, someone said to me that, um, I forget who it was now, but said, when you see Klopp talking to players on the side of the pitch when mm-hmm. they're about to come on for Liverpool, mm-hmm. people assume that he's giving them a ruffle and talking out greatly. Apparently, he's absolutely hammering them, yeah. saying, them, this is what I need from you, you better do it kind of thing. But right. people expect him mm-hmm. to be a lot more avuncular than if apparently he is in, in behind closed doors. Oh, so he's got his arm running and, again. <laughs> yeah. I've got your kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and who, who knows what Daniel Farker does behind closed doors. Who the hell knows? <laughs> Don't forget to get the topics. Do the topics correctly. Yeah. Um, good c- congratulations Jim. to them. Congratulations. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. Well, Liverpool beat Newcastle United, of course. Mm-hmm. No yeah. surprise there. Uh, but what, what a goal. goal. What a goal. What a goal. Oh, what a hit. From it was amazing, wasn't it? Although it was an absolute were, peach. It was. It was brilliant. That. Um, I mean, that's surely going to be up there for goals of the season for that little flick inside alone. Goals of the season or the goalkeeper of the month. The goalkeeper it was very oh, straight in the goalkeeper. Know, it was not in the corner and the it goalkeeper. Moved in that brilliant way. I don't I, think it moved I, that far. Oh, come on. It moved very quickly. In, so yeah. are you hating a Newcastle goal here? Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 throw it in there. No, I'm not I'm not inside. <laughs> that was, was fantastic. Yeah, well they were quickly pegged in true Geordie fashion, weren't they? So did did the whole of the Geordie nation at seven minutes in all collectively at the same time go too early? Yeah, too early, too early. Yeah. Jetro Williams has got Williams has got a uh, beautiful um, neck to head ratio that I cannot get enough of. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is it very thick neck? Very it? thick neck. Yeah. Enjoyable. The, 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 the brass the, neck on him to score that. Uh, the ultimate <laughs> example. <laughs> the, the ultimate example of um too early was Shearer. You were a 96 semi? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was that? Three Michael minutes? Owen against three, Portugal yeah. as well. Another one. Was it 2004, <laughs> yeah. 2004. Whenever England of Trippier against Croatia. Yeah, but they are. Damn going ahead. Well, uh, one thing that I think we've cleared up is that Sadio Mane and uh, Mo Salah don't hate each other after all. No. Mm. I enjoyed the gif. The beef has moved oh, on to nice, Shearer yeah. and Owen, hasn't it? The beef is... Oh, the little, the little kid's having a hug. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Nice. Salah uh, tweeted that, I think, didn't he? Very mm. adorable. Yeah. Uh, Mane's opener was a nice one as well. Mm. It was it was <laughs> Willems-esque, you could say. <laughs> and for me, no, it was delicious when he came off. Oh, my oh, God, he was he was just great. Just bring he him was, on. He was a Robert Dazzler. <laughs> he was just, yeah. He was brilliant. He's... I'm, 
Let's go on, Zoom. Uh, Mane's second goal is really confusing to me because um, the ball bounces backwards over Dubravka's knee from him hitting it on his knee. Yeah, every, just, everyone's, no everyone's given like, Dubravka penalty for that. Uh, but not penalty. Um, I, th- I thought it was all right. I mean, you know, you, you thought it was all right. He, he got he piled in on. <laughs> well, no. I looked at that and I thought I'm perfectly happy with that situation. Thank you very he much. Piled in. It, ricoch- next? it ricocheted off the off the uh, off the player who was trying to get the goal. Uh, Marcus, it's fine. Fine. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's like. It only went in. I'm not saying it was a terrible, <laughs> was a terrible <laughs> error necessarily. But people I think were saying that. I don't better. understand. But the thing that just confuses me the most about it is how it even how, how that's even physically possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. To no, knee a ball him. over over the your back. It's FIFA 19. Clip through him. <laughs> Scripting. Yeah. Um, op- I'm not. I'm not as- ascribing any kind of meaning to this, but just mm. to give you a bit of extra okay. window dressing to the conversation. Yeah. Opta officially listed it as an error. Right. Oh. What do they know about errors? Don't know. They've sure, never mate. played the game. No. <laughs> <laughs> They've never watched thousands. Tell me last of games. time an algorithm played the game. <laughs> exactly. Tell them to invert that yeah. algorithm. Well, never, never, <laughs> never seen a zone score a goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Jabrowka did have a good game. Yeah, apart from he needed apart to. from that glaring <laughs> error. He needed to, Marcus. He needed to. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it'd have been four or five. Uh, but he did have a good game, Peter. Could, Our, it, have, could it have been two all? It was a chance. Two there was one? a chance. It was. There was a couple of chances yet. Yeah, no. Yeah, Newcastle did. I mean, bear in mind, it's at Anfield and, and the way Liverpool start the season. Does Jamal Lascelles um, count for penalties? Like, because he seems to yeah. get away with a lot of stuff. Mm. He does. <laughs> it's a handy weapon. Having a complete pass when it comes to not getting a penalty. Was like, it Bruce's idea, or is it just sort of the way, that's the way the chips have fallen? What do you mean, as in like Bruce was like, just do whatever you want, just do whatever you want, because I've you will feeling, never get a red yeah. card against you. <laughs> you. I applied for impunity for you, or <laughs> yeah. immunity, whatever the word. Maybe is. he's one of those people that's so confident they can just do things. You go, did they just? Do- <laughs> yeah, 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 they've just done it. It seems to be all right. No, I don't think we will check VAR. No, yeah. yeah. let's not worry about it. No. Although, I mean, we're talking about the John Matip one, obviously, mm. right? Do you think because <laughs> Matip got his head back across, the referee just de- deemed that he'd? It know, sometimes that it goes okay. like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it sometimes because they don't. They're first in that case. Their initial reaction, I think, is to play the advantage. Yeah, and so they don't. They don't, and then maybe they just get taken away somewhere else, kind of thing. That that's what they always talk about commentators and pundits always talk about players having to go down yeah. it? it's exactly yeah. that kind of Absolutely. reason Buying but, but in that situation he'd been threw himself on the floor it looked ridiculous yeah. Yeah. so maybe, what, what can you do but can't win comes across from that they did yeah. <laughs> he comes across as a good honest lad maybe referees just this that <laughs> reputation he's yeah, lucky to still fine. be Newcastle fans are lucky to have him still aren't they I'd say so yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I think Arsenal were taking a look for a while weren't they uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Arsenal how, don't but... need him, do they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes to them in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't matter if we had. Like, Come along, Jim. Yeah, after the break. We after right. the <laughs> break. <laughs> uh, Chelsea got a good win at Wolves. Uh, Where? At Wolves. Uh, the youngsters. Are they, sorry, is that. That was just me w- being silly. Woolen Wolves. Oh, see, that wasn't me disrespecting okay. the... Where are Wolves? The Black Country? Would yeah. Be in? yeah, Wolverhampton. Yeah. Don't, don't, well, don't, don't, more specifically, yes. <laughs> don't, don't, um, don't disrespect the, the Wolves, the Wolvesy people. No, yeah. really. The Wolvesy nation. <laughs> By the order of the Peaky Blinders. Although, again... I talk, never seen this the show. Peaky Wolvesies. <laughs> in this, again, in this week in football phone-ins, again on Five Live, someone right. was calling for Nuno to be fired oh. as well. Yeah, no, that, that's... A silly thing to say. They're all at it, mate. <laughs> soon. They're all yeah. at it. Bang her out. Can we get a Liverpool fan on about Klopp? <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. They're but, bound to be, isn't there? But I'm but sorry, more... but if, you, if you've got like a, a load of lines and you're... Uh, um... oh, hang on, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> you can come you up with any crazy opinion. You're a, very, <laughs> you're a very efficient radio producer. <laughs> yeah. Very on it. Yeah. 
you, you know, you're picking up all these lines and, and, and if somebody goes, I'm a dribbling maniac and I want <laughs> Pep to go, you're going to go, right yes, on the air, right, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Shareable, snackable content. But I think that's, there's right. an, there's an, that's why the world's going to the fucking dogs. Easy. It's not the only reason. There's, there's, mm. a, there's an element of that, but there's also an element of they do want to control it, don't they? Because I don't want it to go completely off the flywheel. Yeah. I've seen phone-in panels mm. at radio stations and they've got notes on them based on the number, whether it's called before and everything. Mm-hmm. And some of them will say, do not put through. Yeah, he's a maniac. Yeah. 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 So, it's always a he. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Always a he. So I we think don't have be... that, we don't have that system with our emailing thing. No, well no. we've got Pete. I was, I was. <laughs> Pete is the system. Someone, someone complained about my radio show this time last year, and I only found out about it last week. Uh, it said uh, Peter said that nuclear bombs are cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what a reputation I have. Yeah. Did you? That say a man that? thinks that. Did you say that? I can only presume so. Do you? But sounds okay, like me, Peter. Let's clear this matter up. He doesn't know, Marcus. <laughs> are they got... cool or not? Nah, they're not cool, are they? Okay. No, I've let myself down there. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, they were, though. They were They were considered cool when yeah. they first came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, right. the, the bikini yeah, is quite... based on a place called Bikini Atoll, isn't it? Yeah. Which where mm-hmm. lots of nuclear testing was done. And yeah. the, the bikini is named after it because it was nuclear testing was considered when, that cool. When, the past uh, is mental. When, when I thought you... it was protective clothing for the nipples and the <laughs> winky. The... Were nuclear weapons ever sort of a bit hipster? Yeah, well, like new technology, isn't it? Artisanal <laughs> nuclear weaponry. Yeah. Maybe nothing, that's what we need in the future. Yeah. It's nothing yeah. but the fifties Google Glass. We should, <laughs> we, we, we should say, ladies and gentlemen, at the time of recording, no one has fired a nuclear missile. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and if they had, it would not be cool. I, I think <laughs> people cool? listening. I think people listening need to hear this story from Pete around the phone in and people texting yes. in around the context of what. Pete, what Pete's normal radio phone-ins are, uh, <laughs> the last two of which we've been reliably informed by Peter himself mm-hmm. were phone in and tell me what's that smell yep. mm. and do you like me? Mm. <laughs> they are the two radio phone-ins Pete did more recently. Both crackers? Yeah. Is, and, and it's a very, very big radio station, Pete's yeah. on. National? Oh, it's yeah. national? Yeah. <laughs> do people phone in for that? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think we need any in. <laughs> At my time of night, it's people just basically complaining about um, they've got the all clear. In some kind of operation, or something. right? Okay. So, yeah, so be like, complaining about that. Yeah. Well, not not complaining, like letting me know that they're all right. Oh, that's oh, well, that's I quite like it. It makes this life affirming. You are listening to yeah. Up with the Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway the Chelsea got a good whip. I was about to say, Wolves. Marcus, in the dim distant past, at some point <laughs> there was a game at Wolves. Tammy Abraham in a rich vein of form. He's even scoring mm. own goals. Yes. He's even scoring. He's scoring at all ends. He's um, taking a piss. But yeah. on, on a mildly serious note. That, Without Lampard in charge and the transfer ban, we probably wouldn't have seen this. No, absolutely not. And this is this is why I think that sometimes pundits or fans or whoever uh, watches the Premier League get a bit frustrated because this whole idea of, oh well, the, the English talent is it, it, it quite clearly is there. I remember years ago, I think it was uh, somebody was going round um, one of the French academies, or it might have been wait, what's the Claire Fontaine? Claire Fontaine, yeah, it? It might have been Claire Fontaine with uh, Gerard Houllier, who was. Uh, quite a big player in, in that, or certainly has uh, done he a lot of work He had a special medal made up for him, didn't he? World Cup 98. He did. You're yeah. absolutely right. And I mean, someone else did it. He didn't do it himself. <laughs> no, that'd be a bit needy, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> I've got one as well. <laughs> can't be in the photo. Get him anywhere. <laughs> Is that a milk bottle top? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he was talking about the the, uh, the talent coming through in France. I mean, they produce talent on an industrial scale in France. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, but he talked about in England how the talent doesn't get a chance, and he said, "But uh, would would France be worried 
uh, or, or other nations be worried about the talent that, that, that could potentially come through with England and see more players and all the rest of it. And he said, yeah, we would be worried. But it was like a little smile and a wink. He went, yeah, but it won't come through, will it? In other words, like the clubs won't give them a chance yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and whatnot. And and we've seen here that with, with Mason Mount, another one at Chelsea as well, and um, who was uh, Tamori at the back. It, like, this Loftus Cheek, we were crying out for him to yeah, play last yeah. season. I don't know what it is. With some players, they don't seem to trust a lot of the homegrown players. And so I'm so glad that it's almost like the partner of the Red Seas happened. And yeah. Actually, no, that's a shit analogy. Um, it, it, well, it could be the, the way the, the Red... No, no, I'm going to go with it. Okay. The partner of <laughs> the Red Sea could be if all the all the, um, profe- the the big expensive players were the sea yes. yeah. and the other academy players were on the other side of the sea yep. and Lampard's parted them That's and right. they've come through. And, and Sari yeah. and his coaching staff are the Egyptians. Yeah, yeah. but it's trying a blue to, sea. Trying to, trying to push sea. them Where, away. Yeah. Where's Victor Moses at the moment? <laughs> so who stopped Chelsea from signing players? It was UEFA? God? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're like they've got a transfer ban. Yeah. They're like George Bush. So they've, ins- ins- they've enslaved them. George Bush. It's FIFA normally, and oh, so it's FIFA. Yeah. So the George Bush is the head of FIFA, and the talent ban. The talent ban. Taliban. It's going with a Taliban <laughs> yeah. thing, Marcus. Oh, they've got a talent ban, so they're not allowed to Im- uh-huh. get any players in. Yes. I apologise. Um, Showoutfootballrealmaday.com. <laughs> Do you like Pete? <laughs> I, I apologise, everybody. But uh, you the, the point you I'm, mess. I did, and I've just apologised. <laughs> uh, and I will phone into your radio show and apologise <laughs> if, if you'd like me to. <laughs> if you'll have me. Um, but yes, it, it's good to see the young players. Someone else talk. It, it is, but I, th- I think one thing that's missed and should be pointed out as well, is it's not just... So what people will do is they'll say, Frank Lampard's playing these young players because of this transfer ban. And yeah. that is too simple. It is. But I'll tell you why. Because he could be playing... The talent The talent, talent man. Yeah. Um, he could be playing Giroud up front. He's not. He could be playing Barkley. He's not. Yep. He could be playing Pedro. Mm-hmm. He could be playing Pulisic. Mm-hmm. He could be playing Bashuai. He's not playing those players. Yeah, well. He's playing these young players mm-hmm. and they're getting wins and they deserve a huge amount of credit for that. And so I think it might have been Daniel's story on Twitter who pointed out that all of the Premier League goals for Chelsea this season so far have come from academy graduates. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and with the three of them in the same game, they, they, they spoke after the game about how delighted they were about that. And just, yeah, just to, I'm really enjoying seeing the joy on Tammy Abraham's oh, yeah. face. He's just young enough that this is still really exciting for him. Yeah. And we, we spoke about sort of comparisons with Harry Kane a, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. but it is it is really similar, isn't it? Because he mm. went out on loan to sort of find his feet a little bit, get that game time, and he come, he's come back and he he looks like it's all just clicked. He looks he looks like such a good player compared to when he had his last spell in the Premier League with Swansea, which obviously was a while ago. Mm-hmm. But he has grown so, so much. And the range of his finishing looks mm-hmm. really, really impressive. Well, that third goal when he scooted Cody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... that's I mean, the, the defending was obscene seven, for most of his goals. Seven Premier League <laughs> goals in four, uh, five games with four starts. Yeah, he did a major return. What about Tamori's goal? <laughs> Wedger. Oh, you gotta love what that hit. More that, wedger than the aforementioned FIFA. You, you were talking a bit earlier about a goalkeeper. I wonder if the goalkeeper's got to take the blame for that. Slightly, but it's a great hit, though. It, 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 it went hit. a bit closer to the. He's top, whipped it so much right. that it's confused the keeper. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're saying. I think it's a bit um, Seaman versus Ronaldinho, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I but don't know. But the thing is, Come it's, on. It, it's got. When I first saw it, I was like. Has he meant that? But then you look at it, it's like, well, he, he can't have meant anything yeah. else because it's not it's not really the sort of position where you cross it in because he's banging Trying the centre. Trying to score. Yeah, yeah. It, but yeah. It, it just looked, it moved so much that it looked almost accidental. It's a great, great shot. The, the only thing, um, potential sort of slight on, on Chelsea on that game and, and um, our, our friend, a member of this parish, Jonathan Wilson, wrote this in one of his pieces and said that at 4-0... 
and then and then Wolves, of course, got four one, and then four two. There was still a massive air of optimism in the stadium. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I understand, you know, the Wolves fans probably are back in their team and think, hang on, we can, we can get out of this. But there was just a, a moment where Chelsea four 0 up and then pegged back slightly with not that long to go at all, and you think. Mm, they weren't perhaps as stable as maybe a more experienced side might be. I appreciate they went on and then got another goal to, to completely kill it dead. And they did win 5-2. Yeah. You know, so you don't want to be too stupid here. But I think the point Jonathan makes is... I think there's something in it. Yeah, I do as well. I think I think Derby on the Lampard conceded a lot of goals as well. Mm. And there's definitely an element of this team that we've said it over and over again. They're not brilliant without the ball. I think Rudiger coming back helps them. I don't imagine he's fully fit yet. I mean, I think he got subbed off. Yeah, Kante wasn't in the side, obviously. Yeah, Kante's still to come back. So that will that will definitely improve them. But there's definitely an element, I agree with Jonathan, there's definitely an element of this side where look, maybe 4-1 is is perhaps a little bit optimistic from Wolves' part. But mm. they, if they still feel like they're in the game and the atmosphere in the stadium speaks for itself, then mm. that, that's something Chelsea need to work on. But ultimately, they're relying on their goals at the moment and yeah. that's doing okay. They've, they, they feel like you know, more than a lot of Chelsea sides we've seen that they can really, really be got at if you just put a little bit of pressure on them. It's but not really Mourinho's 2005 No, Chelsea but that's side, funny, is it? isn't it? Because I feel like Chelsea are defined by that, even this far along. And and it's they probably want to move away from that. We, we know that Abramovich always wanted to move away from that. So maybe actually this will be short-term pain for long-term game in, in terms of you know getting the best out of that. Just look at the stats, though. I mean, they've played five Premier League games, they've scored 11 and they've conceded 11. Yeah. So, I mean, that speaks for itself. Yeah. It's do you not think, boring. Do you think no. Wolves might be in a little bit of bother? The because curse they, of the they still League. haven't won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They play Braga this week at home and they go to Palace. Three points for five games. It is one of those situations where if that continues, you go, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think you, Santos should. Were you that guy calling in? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I might be in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, do you, sorry, do you support Wolves? No. I just want him gone. <laughs> I just want him fired. It's annoying me. Chelsea hosts Liverpool next. Yeah. Should be a good one. Be a cracker. Should be a good let's one. Do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's have a break. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Welcome back to Football Ramble Daily, everybody. Luke, you look like you've got something exciting to say. I have got something exciting to say. <laughs> oh, well, say it, damn you. Pete's doing another phone in. No. Uh, <laughs> I will not be talked down to <laughs> when it comes to your radio shows no, as well. Enough. Good luck. How dare you? I did, I, did a phone in, <laughs> I did a phone in a while back about the weirdest reason you've taken your pet to the vet. Oh, um, oh, it got its nose stuck in the roof of its cage. Okay, Ooh. we're not. Yeah. We're getting sidetracked. Sorry, mm. I, I, I thought you wanted to answer. Because I, 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 I am a radio DJ, I have to answer any text question. You need to listen and then phone in. And People listening will have heard a lot of exciting chat about our live tour um, around England and then later in the spring, obviously, we're going to Europe as well. Well, there's also been rumours on the mill for mm. our American listeners mm. that we're coming to the US to do some live stuff. I can confirm mm-hmm. we are doing that. Tickets go on sale. Thursday the 19th, that's this Thursday. Go to ramblelive.com for that same address. We're playing New York City Gramercy on the 5th of November. New York City Murmur on the 6th of November. Toronto Danforth on the 7th. Our Canadian listeners are involved. You know about this already, Marcus, but good acting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're going to Toronto on the 7th. Chicago, Talia Hall on the 8th. Ramblelive.com. If you are a stateside listener, whether you live in America or in America's hat, come and see us. (laughs) By getting your tickets at ramblelive.com, it's going to be lots of fun. We are a real Americans. Yeah. Brian Adams to balance it out. We've yeah. got our uh, we've got our visas. Everything's go. We, I mean, I'm glad we got the visas before I started talking about the Taliban a lot. But we're fine. <laughs> yeah. But we're fine. We're there. Yeah. Come and see us. Ramblelive.com. We had to drag you out of the foyer of the embassy. Didn't we? Um, <laughs> Canadian <laughs> listeners, everything we do, we do it for you. There. There we go. Yeah. The ramblelive.com. I want to flatter you. Four dates in the US and Canada at the start of November. Ramblelive.com for all the information. Get your tickets. They will go quickly. We have never played in the US before. I don't know mm. if we ever will again. So get your tickets there if you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the spirit. But we, we don't know. We just don't know what's happening. It's, yeah. a lot hard, it's hard work to organise If you it. want us to come back, come. Yeah, exactly. Create yeah. the demand. I'm going to do an Ozzy Osbourne and we on something important. Right. Marcus Russell okay. is back. I'm a real American. Oh, Marcus can't wrestle it back Kool-Aid. because yeah. I've also got to do a better way forth to score up. Oh, yeah. Just quickly, um, uh, Brian Adams, I think, is a Chelsea fan. Is he? Is yeah, he? So. We won't hold that Get against along. him. Mm. Betway.com forward slash four to score um, every Thursday, of course. Oh, sorry, Friday, isn't it? Every Friday we we do our predictions. Uh, last week didn't go so well. Jim, despite my warnings, refused to back down. <laughs> yeah. I went for the injured Anthony Martial, but well, it doesn't actually matter because Kevin De Bruyne didn't happen. Gerard Delafer certainly didn't happen. No. He scored though, didn't he? He did. So, uh, did? Ju- no, Delafer. No, no, he, he didn't. Not? 
No, one he of assisted. the few that didn't. Oh God! We're gonna we're gonna recap this game later <laughs> on, Jim. Uh, and um, I went for Josh King, who didn't score first either. Doesn't matter. No, don't let don't let that stop you. No, no, no. Betterway.com forward slash force to score. You've got a chance to win. I think fifty thousand pounds at the moment. It rolls over, of course, and no one wins it. Mm. So go to betterway.com forward slash force to score for your four first goal scorers in the four selected games. And now it's time for emails with PTD. says, hi guys, I have to get up early to watch the games here in Toronto. And yeah. sometimes hey. sometimes my girlfriend gets up in time to watch with me while she eats her breakfast, which is a lovely what, uh, way to a, start your day. What a lovely scene. Bit of football and breakfast. What do you uh, reckon they have for breakfast? Please? Maple syrup, cups of that. Loads of that. <laughs> Just cups of maple syrup. Maple well, syrup what on you gonna, moose. What are you going <laughs> to Marcus, yeah, no. we've got to go there, mate. Yeah, yeah. I know Maple we do. syrup is an ad- And you'll see when we go there. Marcus will ride in on a moose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're not how to dress as Mounties, apparently. Well, obviously well, not. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to impersonate police officers yeah. here, are well, you? Well, the so? Mountie, the, re- the WWE wrestler, whenever he played in uh, played in his home country of, of Canada, Canada uh, had to be known as Jacques Rougeau. Oh, really? Yeah, because you're not allowed to yeah, impersonate the Mounties. Yeah, I remember the Taser. You did, yeah. 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 Um, she, you're not allowed them either. No. <laughs> she always hates how sometimes when footballers score, they swat away their teammates and run away from them because they want to do their own celebration. I don't like that either. Yeah, mm. I think we agree yeah. as, as a team. I really don't like that. Uh, this past weekend in the Premier League was not only exciting, but according to my girlfriend, the most cordial she's seen based on goal celebrations. I decided to not show her the highlight of Billy Sharp surreptitiously punching a guy in the gut as part <laughs> yeah. of a tackle. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Matt, for that one. Uh, and hopefully see you in Toronto. Uh, hello to Jamie Scott as well um, hi uh, Ramble I was slightly perturbed by the pre-recorded email section on Friday's show Pikachu was definitely there and it was live so up yours uh, the email <laughs> jingle was played Pete's pre-recorded so a Pikachu aired and then the jingle was played again so far so good but then there was another email read out uh, because of Marcus uh, yeah. after the second jingle was played which for me constituted a second email section and thus we should have heard the jingle again at least once if not twice to herald the start of this email section and then to play it out I agree uh, with him yeah I agree I also don't, but I don't agree with you Pete blaming Marcus for wanting an email in the email section it was an email I read out the emails we yeah. had all of the emails about the Pikachu I can't remember what I did wrong mm. no don't worry about well, it you never no. can uh, Rob B <laughs> Rob B says uh, <laughs> did you see um, Tyron Mings and um, John McGinn having a bit of a set to on Twitter no no, I haven't oh. seen um, this John McGinn was having trouble with a neighbour uh, with a barking dog and he said I give the dog owner five minutes to stop his dog barking oh. or I'm going out a two foot it and Tyrone Mings replied... Cruelty to animals, you which won't, I hate. Tyrone Mings uh, sent him a picture of uh, on Twitter publicly of him and his dog saying, you won't do a damn thing. And John McKinnon's reply was, your dog's got tits. <laughs> your dog's got Some tits. dogs do have tits. They do, uh, some elephants do. Some elephants do. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird um, thought, that. Oh, actually, you've just reminded me. Of, of, um, carry on. I've, I've got, a, no, um, no. I've got a, um, a message. Dog tit update. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a message from someone okay. talking about it's a little theory. David Fraser, I thought you guys might particularly like this. Um, David Fraser t- direct messaged me on Twitter, right. saying um, Scotland were terrible in the international break, but it seems like every Premier League Scottish player this weekend had a great game. Mm. McTominay played well. McLean scored for Norwich. Fraser scored for Bournemouth. Well, Fletcher scored for Sheffield Wednesday. I know it's not in the Premier League. Yeah, Robertson played well. McBurney scored, but it was disallowed. Yeah. And his theory is that maybe players just hate playing for Scotland. <laughs> yeah, McBurney certainly uh, implied that that's the case. And um, David maybe... Fraser is also from Canada. He's from Whitby in Canada. I don't Ooh. know where that is. But if he doesn't make the trip to Toronto, however long it is, I will never read a message from him again. Yeah. yeah maybe um, they just see those matches as training matches, and that's why they're really good after the international break. 
Could be. It's, it's a possible theory. Mm, yeah. Well, find out. Get, or maybe they've loaded up, a... up on tablet and they're just high on life and sugar. Could be. Yeah. Mm. Set up a phone and find out. Yeah. <laughs> the last email's about um, uh, Madagascan uh, vanilla. Do you want that? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I think so. What a question. Uh, of course we want that. Henry Hakamaki, who is an Ebola researcher that also has training in political science and international affairs. Great grammar as well. Listen to the past episode of the show. I can't mention Madagascar being a large producer of vanilla in the world. This email is a two-pager. I've cut it down a little bit, though. Uh, I would like to confirm that, in fact, uh, that, 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 the fact that uh, Madagascar typically supplies upwards of 80% of the world's natural vanilla. There you go. Assuming, wow, for such a small place. Assuming you haven't check, been checking uh, vanilla prices recently, here's something interesting for you. Since Madagascar uh, supplies uh, such an overwhelming amount of the global vanilla crop, the price of vanilla is highly susceptible to conditions on Madagascar. In 2017, massive cyclone hits Madagascar, wiped out a large portion of the crop. Uh, prices spiral to over $500 per kilogram, wow. which is more than the cost of silver. So there we go. That's and, amazing. Uh, that's very yeah. good. The take-home message is that climate change, or as we should call it, climate devastation or climate catastrophe, will soon be affecting our ability to enjoy even ice cream with real vanilla in it, not to mention the impact it has on the farmers of Madagascar, which is the ninth poorest country in the world. Thank you, Henry, Henry uh, Hakamaki. Uh, that's lovely to hear uh, from you. I think he, oh, according good. to his email address, he might work in a German university. Maybe not. I'm very oh, pleased. That's impressive, that. Mm. It's a great email. I'm mm. very surprised also to hear that there's 25 million people in Madagascar. Mm. Oh, my that's geography's that's terrible. The same All of them lemurs. That's the same amount <laughs> as Australia. Is it? Mm. Amazing. You seem very pleased with that. You email show at footballrambledaily.com And now Peter's reading it Well done. Even though I can no longer sleep because of that jingle, <laughs> Still not bored of it. No. Are you, are you bored Sound of the, Arsenal, Jim? Sign of the summer. Yes. Let's talk about Profoundly them. Profoundly bored of Arsenal. A point for Kike on his mm. return. Arsenal threw away a two-goal lead. They Watford did. could have won it in the end. Should they, have won they it. Probably should have won it as well. I was I was covering the game for Arsenal Nation um, because <laughs> I forgot who scored. Right, so well, I was busy sure. swearing. Um, and yeah, it, I'm I'm tired of being tired. Uh, of Arsenal being like this, but I feel the need to keep my chins up because it just—I <laughs> I don't know if I can handle another season of just thinking, "Oh God, yeah, this again." Be I think, that, though, well, it? I know it, it might be that, but I feel like I just have to sort—I of, have to stay optimistic. Take it, Adidas, take it, take Adidas it. promised us this was over with their kit. I mean, they didn't say it as such, but they implied it with the nice <laughs> kit. Okay. And I can't be—I can't be having this. I mean, both goals, gifts, each centre back just mm. gifting them a, um, what for the goal. It's just—it's just so frustrating. So, and Jim, I, how does Emery turn? Around. I don't know. I feel like the defensive errors at Arsenal or the defensive problems in general, they're almost like a, like, like Japanese knotweed. Yeah. You know, like there's just nothing you can do, do to, you to get rid of it and stop it like affecting the foundations. Sokratis sort of took the heat off Otamendi a little bit. Um, I don't know if he deliberately did it, but he certainly uh, he certainly what? gave him some company in the company's gone. What 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 I find <laughs> like bizarre is just when the team goes two 0 up away from home, yeah. how there's no kind of like game management. How I, know, yeah. I, I I'm not profess I'm not professing to be any know anything about coaching, but it feels to me that they should have a system in place that if they're two 0 up away from home in the Premier League mm that they should do something slightly different to mean they can control the yes. game, take the sting out of it. I know that it's not as stark as people go, right, bang, one up, two up, let's completely change our system. They play in a certain way, I mm. get that. But you think there'd be tweaks they can yeah. make, and yeah. it seems to affect Arsenal over and over again, 100%. particularly away from home. Yeah, I mean, Watford just flew out of the blocks in the second half, and Arsenal seemed to have no answer to that. Then, mm. obviously, gave away a ridiculous goal, but that set the tempo. They didn't recover their mentality from that, and Emery's changes were interesting because he, he, he switched up pretty much the entire mid 
midfield. Danny Ceballos um, coming off was a strange choice. I can only assume he's you know, well, you know a fitness thing or something. He said, according to one of the papers, that um, he took off Danny Ceballos off because of the temperature. Right. He was a bit hot and he's from Spain. What? That's mad. I mean, that I, is, this may be mad. something lost in translation. Maybe, That's yeah. got to be. That's mm. got to be. But yeah, I mean, uh, Arsenal sort of really lacked cohesion in that second half, and every substitution just seemed to affect that further. And I've heard, I've, I've heard rumours that some of the players are starting to get a little bit frustrated with how they don't necessarily know what Emery wants them to do. Right. And some of his instructions seem to be contradictory. Um, good, e- good evening, everybody. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, do, do you is... not think that, like, do you not think that, like, the teams around them? You're looking at like um, Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, Man United, and Spurs. They're all eight from five. Like, mm. so nobody's really in a great position. <laughs> three down. Like, everyone's <clears> kind <throat> of got quite spotty form at the moment. Yeah. And, like, if Arsenal could just tighten up the back a little bit more, they've clearly got a, a set of um, forward players who can put the ball in the back. Yeah. Of the well, it's two, the second game in a row where Arsenal have gifted the opposition mm, goals yes. and they should have won them. That's it's so right. frustrating. There's two points I want to make um, on it. One is that I don't know if you can play Ozu and Ceballos. I just don't know if you can well, do actually, it. Actually, I feel like in the first half, that actually worked fairly well. And you would think Watford away would be the last game you'd want to do that. But then yeah. I suppose in the second half, perhaps the, the negative side of that combination uh, came and, to the fore. And the second point I want to make is <laughs> Watford had 31 shots. Well, I was, I was about to say, it was an intriguing one because the first half, people say it was different, very different halves. And of course, because of the scoreline, it was. Now, in the first half, the way Arsenal scored their goals, it looked quite easy. Yeah. They looked like far superior in terms of the the attacking third. But Watford still had moments in they the did. first half. There were still openings and it and it was there. And I, I think that, going back to Luke's point about the game management, you're 2-0 up against a side who bit down their luck at the moment or, or whatever on form. Um, you, you, Watford score, they gifted a goal and it's, what, 51 minutes. Watford didn't equalise until... What eighty minutes, something like that, yeah, seventy nine, yeah. eighty minutes. So there was a bit of a gap between the two goals. You can see the way the game is going. Yeah, you have to manage that. You have to the substitution. You have to do something mm. there because you can see the way it's playing out. But you also have to remember that you, you, Arsenal are the superior side. Yeah, and actually, you know, with with the front line Arsenal have, then maybe go more compact. We talked about David Luiz's passing. Aubameyang's got pace. You know, like like change it up and go right. Ah, they're coming at us. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We're better than them, so we should do this. And we've still got plenty in our in our armor and yeah. our tool set to, to hurt them on the but, break. Well, I think with Torreira, Willick, and Nelson all coming on, I think mm. that that was too much shuffling of the pack. I but, feel yeah. like the team didn't know didn't know who was supposed to be where in order for them to do that exact mm. shutting up of said shop. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't really fully understand the formation they were playing anyway. No, I, even throughout the game it seemed to change, mm. change a yeah. fair bit. There were points where Nicolas Pepe seemed to be playing centre forward and he was, wasn't drifted he? out wide. He yeah, was, yeah. Ozil was coming deep and then going up to, uh, like further in. It was a it was a confusing, confusing performance. And Arsenal, look, Emery's been talking about how he's going to announce his five captains soon and it's just like, it's just <laughs> odd. It's just odd. We don't have, <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal don't have a captain. It's so like right. a designated permanent captain at this point in the season, right. and it's it's and he's talking about five that he's going to rotate, and it's just it's all a bit muddled, and I, I can't imagine you know playing for the team is is yeah. is that much different from that at the True. moment. It's a strange one. Mm. PTD, are you going to chip in then? I was literally going to say they had one point before this match, I, but that yeah. pointed it on. 
Right, okay. Well, it's good news for Watford, though. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> very a little good. bit more zing in their yeah. step, I mean, and they're they, big they, gutted that they didn't win, of course. They look very good, didn't they? they did. in, in that second half, in particular, I think Kiki yeah. Sanchez Flores is. Uh, he seemed to get like a bit of a hero's welcome, didn't he, coming back? Well, because so, he was, he was like that. He was, and rightly so. He's so, a handsome. I hope they do well. He, he is. He yeah, is. and he's he's uh, had a lot of sweat patches on his on his grey jumper, and it matched his beard. Yeah. And it, it made it look like his beard had sweat patches as well. Well, it was a hot day, and he's only from Spain. You see, surprised he didn't bring himself off. Let's get into the championship. Kind of yeah, touchline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't get away with that these days. No. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it was all Yorkshire happenings in the championship. Sheffield Wednesday beat Huddersfield 2 0. Gary Monk with his first win. Uh, it's Sheffield Wednesday. Well, it was manager. a clash of two new managers, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Danny Cowley, of course. Uh, yeah, I think. Man um, at Huddersfield. Took Danny, his brother with him. He's got a her- massive, massive job on his yeah. hands. Were you Kelly. surprised he took that job? Well, I, I, wa- I yeah. was. I'll tell you what, my thought process was, I know he's had other, other opportunities mm-hmm. and I'm surprised that he chose Huddersfield at, in that context. But if you look at what he did at Lincoln, he seemed, him and his brother seemed to get a real kick out of completely revolutionising an entire club. Mm-hmm. And he's probably seen Huddersfield and thought, recent Premier League team, they're a big club, they're down in the dumps at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I can, I'm going to go into an environment there where they're going to be receptive to me overhauling the whole thing. Sure. So I think as long as he's had assurances that he's going to get patience, mm-hmm. because I didn't see the whole game against Sheffield Wednesday, but obviously they were beaten comprehensively at home. He knows he's got a job on his hands. If he's given the room to do it, I think it's a great move for everyone. Is that, is that his kind of modus operandi then? The club has to be down on their luck. So yeah, Barcelona still... come knocking. Yeah. Where'd you finish last season? Yeah. Top two? Nah. Nah. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> like, Harvey the... Keitel in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> if Barcelona go down to the third tier, he's that's Cowley Cal- Brothers are there. Yeah. Give him a cowbell. So. Yeah, there you go. Barry, uh, Barry Bannon had a lovely time. He had, he had a, hand, a, had a hand in both goals. He was yeah, yeah, all yeah. over the place. I saw a fair whack of that match. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. But good that Sheffield Wednesday have finally replaced Steve Bruce. You know, after Bruce, it takes you a while to move on. It yes. does. Uh, so Gary Monk's in there. Uh, Leeds beat Barnsley 2 0. They did. Uh, Bills' boys back on top. I've got two points to make. One is that quite a lot of ex Arsenal players did quite well this weekend. Yeah. It's just not at Arsenal. Uh-huh. And Eddie, well, I suppose Eddie Nketiah is, is on loan, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So he's still a current Arsenal player, yes. technically. And the other point is a much more scientific point about the size of Bielsa's jumper. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you remember last season we talked a lot about Maurizio Sarri wearing oversized training gear yeah. yes. and eating fags? Yeah, let's mention that at every possible opportunity. Yes. Well, I can't vouch for Bielsa eating any kind of uh, tobacco product, mm. but his training sweatshirt. I don't know where he's got it from because he's not a small man himself. <laughs> it is absolutely massive. He's walking up and down the touchline yeah. like a crazed human tent. Yeah. And I cannot see how that is inspirational, but obviously it is. But I think the thing with Bilzer is he only cares about football, doesn't he? So that's the first, that will be the first jumper he's come across. He's like, this is a jumper. I need a jumper. This you, task is Do you reckon completed. at home he just wears old clubs he's managed training kit? Not Almost like that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Is, I mean, if he's a crazed tent... It's a shame that him and Arsene Wenger won't be on either side because Wenger in his uh, sleeping <laughs> you bag. In, yeah. You go inside Bielsa, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's taking a turn. I think they'd have to bring themselves off if that was the case. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yes, but Leeds back on top. Mm. Yeah. They you, are on uh, top. And Ketio, of course, changed the game. In yeah, the yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's having a great the match. time there. He's he only played he, about yeah, 20 minutes. He's, he's, he's done very well there so far. It's very exciting to see. I was a little bit surprised to see him go out on loan. I thought he might get some chances in the Europa League for Arsenal this season, but actually... Um, with Aubameyang and Lacazette able to sort of cover for each other mm-hmm. so well, I think actually it's probably better for Nketiah and Arsenal in the long run for him to be getting the game time. You, yeah. Luke, you're smirking. <laughs> yeah, because I think this is the first of his four loan spells before a permanent move to West Brom. There so we go. Yeah, there we go. Marcus, I hope not though, because he's a great yeah. talent. Marcus, you were at uh, Fulham, weren't you? Was, was yes. the knockout goal a cross or a shot? 
Yeah, it's a fair question. It was. A, I, I'm going to say shot. Yeah, I, I thought. I thought so. Yeah. Definitely shot for me. Do you see Slavon Bilic getting sent off as well? Two two yellows. Love nice. Ooh, yeah. On the touch. Big slav. So I was speaking he to himself off. I was speaking, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got sent off. Someone else. No. Uh, I I was speaking to a friend of mine over the weekend who is a non-league referee. Oh. And he was saying that he had to sin bin someone for the first time last week. Yeah, that's oh. right. They, it's a yellow, yeah. but you, you so the, it's not an orange card. No, annoyingly, no. It's a yellow, and they point to the touchline. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's in the. Mm. That's in the. the do you remember which league he was? He said it. I think some kind of Saturday league. Perhaps it's a little bit below non-league. Perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I I can't remember the name of the team. Should we bring that in football league, Premier League? Yeah. Why not? I think so. Because they're running roughshod over everything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> do something fun. Well, I've, I've long said the Carabao Cup should just be the experimental sort of yeah. like rule competition. A lot of teams have said that as well, yeah. to be yeah. fair. <laughs> That's very true. Um, did, you, did, you, did you guys see this from... Um, I don't know if you got... I'm a little bit put out that we haven't mentioned this guy possibly ever mm. on the Football Ramble. Ooh. Marcus, you, you are the um, natural um, historian of Ramble because your memories are better than the rest of us. But... <laughs> I don't think we've ever mentioned a guy called Rudy Gutendorf. I'm having it. Have we? I don't, I don't think, think I remember have. that. Yeah. Rudy Gutendorf is sadly passed away uh, last week at the age of 93. He has a Guinness World Record for coaching 55 teams in 32 wow. different countries, uh, <laughs> including um, top flight teams in Germany, where he's from, and they manage no less, no fewer and 18 national sides, including Australia, China, and Fiji. His nickname is Restless Rudy. Nice. Uh, He's got ants in his pants. He took his first managerial role in the 1950s in Zurich, and his final management job was in 2003 with Samoa, when he was, I think, 76. Um, He managed in seven countries in Africa. He managed Botswana, Tanzania, Sao Tome and Principe, uh, Ghana, Mauritius, Zimbabwe, and Rwanda. Uh, German FA, uh, FA Vice President, Dr. Rainer Koch, Called him an outstanding ambassador mm. of German football. I'm not getting involved. You, <laughs> no, it's a, it's you, a great story. It. It's yeah. a great story. I love um, so the fact. I love God the fact, rest him. Imagine that passport. Oh, imagine mate. those visas. It'd be about that thick, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's really quite something, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if a documentary, I'm sure it probably has, but yeah. if there is a documentary, let, let us know about that, man. And if there isn't, then somebody make one and then send us the link. Why, so, don't, we, why don't we went on from what Luke just said then? If people we'll are... get sidetracked with that kind of crap. Yeah. <laughs> if people are itching to know what he looks like, in the photo I've seen of him, uh, which is from um, 99 when he was managing Rwanda, he looks a bit like a slimmer, deadly Doug Ellis. Oh, okay. Nice, yeah. okay. So God rest him. Yes. Condolences to his friends and family. What an amazing life in football. Good for him. Flipping it. Well, so um, something I saw this week that I really enjoyed. This this one comes in two parts. Um, <laughs> did you see the Vinicius Junior clip doing the rounds? Yes. Uh, yeah. I think it was against Levante where he, he did a couple of step overs and a nice bit of skill, and then just ran it out of play uh, <laughs> right kick. by the by, by the touchline for a goal goal <laughs> kick. Yeah. But um, so that's part one. That was a lot of fun. There's also a, a, a clip of him attempting a rainbow flick that uh, goes similarly awry. And obviously he's a very good player, but it's always funny when that happens. Mm. But what I enjoyed most about it is it's now become very difficult to find because oh, wow, Real Madrid yeah. are all about protecting their brand, and it's just. So pathetically insecure from them um, that I've I've just enjoyed that a lot. I mean, as I just well, not you don't know if it algorithms was kind of just getting well, involved. Yeah. I mean, well, like, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Real Madrid anyway, would it? It would be the league. It would well, be the league and the and the. I think Real Madrid can well, give them a nod. And the right, like, anyone, say, anyone can anyone can uh, the right kind of copyright, copyright. They're making strike. the frogs gay and they are <laughs> hiding Real no, Madrid failing. I like I like the idea of a conspiracy around football teams seeing their players doing something bad and then trying to <laughs> shut it out completely. Yeah. No. I'd like I mean, to know if that is the case. I mean, there should be no, technically, there should be no football footage. It was like when uh, Lukaku uh, was originally abused a few weeks back, 
Um, I think it, I think it was that story. Well, and and again, there was there's so much fucking racism yeah. every single weekend. I mean, people we do because you get emails from people going, "Why haven't you me- uh, mentioned this?" Because because you know what, it's every fucking week, yeah. and yeah. we couldn't do anything else. But mm. in that particular situation, um, I think uh, the actual the action taken by Twitter uh, took out took out the videos of him being racially abused on copyright grounds rather uh, than oh, right. bad taste grounds. You know what right, I mean? So Twitter had this sort of thing, we're going to, oh, we're going to work very much harder about people, you know, basically racially abusing footballers mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm. And there's obvious ways of doing that. You can block out certain words that you don't necessarily hear in 2019, but um, it's just fascinating that uh, that particular situation mm-hmm. was censored for that ground rather than the actual it racism happens, itself. It happens on YouTube as well, on yeah. YouTube, because they can, all of a sudden, if you have a tiny piece of, Copyrighted music playing in the background of one of your videos. Bang, that's gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Racial abuse, all that conspiracy theory nonsense. Mm. That apparently takes months and months to yeah. come down. Because, well, comes the, down because racism, because getting rid of racism doesn't make you any money or protect your well, finances. The, the copyright thing will be done through an algorithm though, won't it? Yeah. So it is, it is yeah, but you could easily, you could easily I could probably al- write a pretty easy one with the N-word, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do get on All that. right then, fine. <laughs> I knew it was my responsibility ultimately. But Vinicius Junior showing that um, even though he's a brilliant footballer and got a crucial assist in a 3-2 win over mm. Levante uh, can still embarrass himself on the football pitch the same as the rest of us. I was about us. to say, he's, he's human after all. Yes. And aren't we all? Pete <laughs> yeah. Donaldson, aren't we all? Uh, there we are, ladies I'm gentlemen. a dancer. Thank you very much uh, for listening to uh, the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Uh, back tomorrow with uh, Jules and Andy, of course. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thanks very much. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Come and see us live, ramblelive.com. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. The listeners. This was a Stakhanov production.